to Sugar Coated. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, the CEO and founder of She Leads Media. For far too long, women have been conditioned to sugarcoat their words, their actions, and the way they show up in the world, and to conform to certain cultural norms and ideals. This is inherently designed to keep those who are outside of the norm from gaining power, prestige, wealth, and influence, preventing more women from being recognized and respected as the powerful leaders that we truly are. Join me each week as we dive into raw conversations with remarkable, uncompromising, and inspirational women that will encourage you to strip away your sugar coating and move boldly in the direction of your magnificent dreams. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Sugar Coated. I'm so excited today because this is the second interview in our Well Tech World Series interview series. As you may know, I am co-producing the online Well Tech World Summit with Beth Lauren, and that is taking place at the end of March 2023. We'll provide all of the details in the show notes. And we are so excited because we are inviting some very special guests who are incredible speakers at the online event to share their stories with you today. And this is such a great crossover because we have somebody who is a founder and CEO of an incredible company called Well Miss. Uh, her name is Jakai Johnson, and we are going to hear all about her story, her founding story, and why she is in the well tech space. And we're also going to uh, just hear a little bit more from Beth about everything else that we can expect at the Well Tech World Summit. So welcome to Sugar Coated, Beth and Jakai. Thank you. Great to be here again. So happy to be joining you for a second time and looking forward to our conversation. Awesome. Awesome. So excited to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. So uh, why don't we just go ahead and jump right in, Jakai, and why don't you tell us just a tiny bit about Wellmiss and also your founding story? So Wellness is the first trauma-informed digital health clinic to provide holistic and integrative care teams to women healing from trauma. You know, we know that over 50% of women will experience at least one traumatic experience or multiple traumatic experience in their lifetime, and it will affect both their health and well-being. And so data also shows that trauma affects more than the mind. It also affects the body. So we're creating this virtual healing space, ultimately, that would nurture that whole person as she heals from trauma. That is such a wonderful mission. I'm so happy that you have launched this company because, you know, it's so hard sometimes to just not even admit, but just to, you know, seek out the help that you need because sometimes we think that we're so strong that we don't need help, but we all do. So I know, Beth, that you came across this incredible platform. Can you just talk a little bit about that and why you invited Jakai to be part of our amazing online uh, WellTech World Summit? Yeah, when I came across Jakai and WellMiss and it said like a virtual healing space, it was like the very definition of like WellTech. And so I was like, this is absolutely something I wish was available to me years ago when I was first dealing with trauma and going through very severe PTSD, I'm, I'm a rape survivor. And I wish I had this platform, 
but also like in building like really meaningful conversations and especially services for women to to have those founders and funders be part of Well Tech World Summit. It was like absolutely like such a our, our missions were so aligned that I was like she has to say yes. And then we spoke. <laughs> And we had such a lovely conversation and I just, I was, I'm really excited to have uh, Jakai join us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just leaning in to even share your truth and to be vulnerable. You know, um, there's so much strength and vulnerability. I think that's where our true strength is. You know, we think being strong and suppressing things is strength, but the strength isn't actually telling the story, speaking that truth and allowing ourselves to feel all the feels. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. That is so true. And you you put your story right out there on your site and it's beautiful. I think it puts people at ease immediately because it's like this woman has not only built this incredible platform, but she's sharing her painful truth and she's opening it up for other people to be like, okay, what I'm experiencing, what I'm feeling, what I went through, I can share it. This is an incredible tool. There's community here. I mean, that's that's a huge part of it. Like you're building community. Um, and I think, you know, with women entrepreneurs, a lot of our call to action and a lot of why we we build these platforms is based in a lot of our traumatic experience. Yeah. So instead of letting it beat us down now, we're really using it to be entrepreneurs and to build community. Could can you speak to that a little bit, Shakai? Yes. What one of the things we learned at Wellness is that every woman has been through several traumatic experiences within our uh, this our patient database of the patients we've been speaking to. We thought it was like one, you know, one experience, and we've learned that from entrepreneurs to executives to just women who found us, just finding us online, who've come onto our platform that there's at least five traumatic experiences each of them have experienced. And it could range from, it could be so totally opposite than each other. It might be rape. It might be um, failed IVF. It might be loss of a child. It might be abuse um, and neglect as a child on one person's story. And so, you know, one of the things we noticed to an investor is they would say, well, are you focused on trauma? You know, what type of trauma? Are you focused on grief? Are you focused we had to let them know that women experience many different traumatic experiences, at least within our patients that we've spoken to. It's several different traumatic experiences. They're also uh, letting us know that they have emotional eating, they're having chronic pain, they're having sleep issues, depression, anxiety. All of these are an extension of what's manifesting from the trauma within the body. So how do you really approach someone from a one-sided space? It's, again, trying to fragment this individual when really all of their experiences are interconnected and all of those experiences are also manifesting all those various um, issues going on within the body. So we have to just take it on as just trauma and say, how do we help heal the whole person? But Mm. entrepreneurs, too, you know, being an entrepreneur can be traumatic in itself, trying to figure out how you're going to extend your runway, taking on part time jobs, whatever you have to do to extend that runway and then having the pressure of of raising capital. If that's the route you want to go, having the pressure of watching other companies, you know, raise all of this money, but you don't really know how long it took them to raise it and really what the backstory is and what the sacrifices are. So there's just the pressure of trying to keep it with everyone, but then there's the pressure of also 
facing the fact that if you're a woman of color, if you're just a woman, there's going to be other standards that that sort of double standard for even us as women. So there, there's so many different things that you're going through as an entrepreneur that could be very traumatic on this journey while you're still trying to build a company to change the world. And so even societal, even in society, we have to change some of the things that we're doing because society also contributes to the traumatic experiences one may have. Yeah. Uh, Jakayash, I want to just step back for a second because you said so many things in, in there that are, I think are just incredibly important. You know, you, you started talking about the the variety of different trauma that we all face. And I just want to make sure that it's nice and clear that, you know, trauma is is individual too, right? So something that may have been a traumatic experience for one person and it, that they're still, you know, experiencing it and dealing with it may not be a traumatic experience for mm-hmm. someone else. And so I just want to acknowledge that, you know, you hear about like trauma with a capital T or like lowercase trauma. Any trauma is trauma if it yeah. is affecting you. Yes, that's what Dr. Gabor Monte. <laughs> and he's trauma. It, it's at the end of the day, trauma is the wound within from the impact of all the traumatic experiences you have been to, you know, been through. And if it affects you on so many levels, from how you eat, how you sleep, how you move, how you think, all those entities, you are experiencing trauma. And so you can't neglect that. You can't suppress that. You have to voice that. I would say there's three things that we found too with wellness, and it is the lack of education, support, and stigma around trauma. There's so much stigma. You instantly yes. go to PTSD only or or um, veterans. And really, the different traumas that women have puts them at a higher risk of PTSD. So even before you get to PTSD, you got to look at all the different traumatic experiences she's she's been through. So you you can't wait until she gets there. So when we look at it, we're saying, okay, if women are experiencing all these different traumatic experiences, how do you catch giving her help early and the support and the education and the conversation to communicate what is happening? And I'll say this too, there's been two places where people would go to express trauma, or at least trauma comes up, is the ER and primary care offices. But they're not really equipped necessarily to really get into trauma. And so it's like, where do they go? And so um, just for us, we're looking at just that establishing those relationships with the ER and primary care so that at least women can come to us when they've experienced trauma. But that's normally where the conversation has started. It's there. We're not mm. talking about it mainstream of, of really what trauma can be and how vast it can be and how deep it could go. Yeah. And in my personal experience, they just look to label, you know, with a diagnosis and decide this is the one you have, you have X and this is how you will be treated. And it's completely cookie cutter. And, and it doesn't take into account your physical health, your spiritual life. Like it doesn't integrate any of that. So being able to offer, you know, not look at people cookie and cookie cutter, doing customization, a personalized approach. Everything that you're offering is really the wave of the now and the future. And can you talk to that a little bit? in the services that you provide? Yes, yes. So we're in this space now where we're really leaning into building out our digital clinic. Initially, last year, we would focus on building community, the awareness and education around trauma. 
And now we've learned that, hey, our wellness, again, have been through several, several different traumatic experiences. They're looking for care. And so there's the mind, body, spirit element of integrative medicine. But we took it a step further. We said, let's also look at the heart. On my own personal journey, and just to speak to it really quickly, it was the unexpected passing of my 15-year-old son, Christian. And on that journey, it was so much more than mental. My body felt everything, literally. And I remember going to a cardiologist and he said, you have broken heart syndrome. It's fatal. It's a really, it's a real diagnosis. They found that my heart was also leaking as well. And the heart leaking can also be caused by trauma. So all of these things were happening. And I kept feeling like I needed more than just mental health care. And he said to me, until you start working on your healing journey, your body will continue to break itself down. This is way before I found about Dr. Bayes on the Body Keeps Score, but it just took even this cardiologist to say, hey, your body's going to continue to feel all of this that you're feeling. And so just to sort of fast forward with building out wellness in our digital clinic, it was like, okay, we can't leave the heart out. You know, research and scientists tell you this. If you look at this documentary called The Power of the Heart, and The Power of the Heart, the um, research and scientists in there says, the heart is the first to actually feel anything. It is the first to heal. It has, it has its own individual nervous system. And then it signals the brain to then now feel. But the heart is the first to process. So if we're only sending someone to a mental health practitioner when they've been through something traumatic, you were doing a disservice to the person's body altogether because the heart has felt first. So the heart is not even being you know, tended to. So with our care model, we've included the heart, the mind, the body, and the spirit. And so she'll actually go through an assessment process when she comes into our digital clinic. She'll be able to have a care team that focuses on the heart, a heart math practitioner, a trauma-informed therapist who specifically looks at everything from an integrative approach. So this therapist may have experience in somatic experience and compassion inquiry, internal family systems transpersonal, all the other components that work really well for digging deep into an integrative approach of trauma. And then they'll, she'll see a, a, a holistic nutritionist, integrative nutritionist, who's going to look at the mind and the gut and how it's all connected, how you eat, how you sleep, how you move, all of that. And then lastly, she'll have a well-being coach if she's ready for that, because we understand that you have to be in a certain space in the healing journey to be able to be ready to move forward. Um, so she doesn't if she's not ready for the coach, then we'll have her match with a trauma-informed yoga therapist on her care team. And we are providing the care as a clinic. So she's not necessarily being matched to go off to see someone outside of wellness. The whole entire care team is within wellness, collaborating on her journey. They're clinically, you know, writing clinical notes on her journey as well. And so all of the appointments will be initially 101 for the very first set of appointments. And then her therapy appointment would be one-on-one continuously with all the other appointments being in group share medical appointments. We do realize that there is power, true power in community and healing in community. So at this point, we're, we're looking at just bringing her together in community for those other appointments. And so she can build that safety, that trust and that openness and even that accountability with others to say, hey, we're, we're all working on something that's working it together. So that's a, a whole different model to the clinic and community experience of trauma care and, and integrative care specifically. 100%. So beautiful and so necessary. And, you know, what you said before about, you know, if you're mentally not ready, you know, for like traditional therapy or talk therapy, it's so true. 
And you have to align body and mind. I mean, I know myself, my trauma lived in my gut for years and only by, you know, adopting a mostly Ayurvedic lifestyle and really looking at my gut health and getting proper exercise and meditation was the only way that any of the talk therapy was even going to really work for me. And it's taken me a long time to really get it out of my body. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it lives with you for such a long time. So I think everything you're doing is so important. So how can people, where do they, where should they go and how can they learn more about wellness? Yes. Yes. Well, let me just say one thing about therapy really quick. So in therapy, Conventionally, there's always been like either talk therapy, which is your CBT, or you're thinking, okay, medication, either the two. And so what we're doing at Wellness is we're taking therapy much deeper than that. We have our therapists, our LCSWs, our LMFTs, our LPCs, even our clinical psychologists, but they're all focused on an integrative approach. So they're incorporating all the other elements and modalities that can go into therapy that open up the door for other ways to work together in that therapy session. So that's really what's making us different than any other therapy startup out there is we're going deeper into integrative approaches. Come join us. We're opening up our patient beta. We're looking at patients from Georgia, Florida, Virginia, and Louisiana that we want to bring on to the patient beta. We're currently uh, working on medical credentialing and payer credentialing. So the good news is Um, the next few months, we should know which insurances we can take. And this will also be covered by insurance as well. It's amazing. Yeah, that's a game changer for people. So let me just ask, uh, Jakai, is is this 100% online? Do you have any plans in in the future of actually opening clinics that or, you know, spaces, we won't say clinics, uh, spaces, safe spaces that that people (laughs) healing, healing spaces that people can, can, you know, walk into and experience in person? Yes. So right now we are going to be a digital first clinic for sure. We can foresee for sure that in the next five years, we see locations, virtual healing spaces, as one could say, because you do have to take into consideration integrated medicine is also looking at those complementary approaches. So if you're nurturing that mind, body, spirit element and take it further, community and then the social environment, how that all plays a role, you're looking at healing touch modalities. So Reiki, energy healing, acupuncture, massage therapy, psychedelics with ketamine. All the other avenues we're exploring that we're so in love with, you have to do those in person. So I see us having locations eventually for at least the healing touch modalities. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I totally love about what you're doing, and it's coming more and more into our everyday existence, is the fact that we're developing things specifically for women, right? So much of the healthcare industry has been just conceived of and even, you know, medicines tested on men. And men were the proxy for, you know, everybody. And we all know that depending on, you know, who who we are, uh, we require very different things. And the traditional medical industry didn't really take women into consideration at all. And I, I think that one of the great things about technology is that 
there's so much access now and it's easier than ever before to utilize technology to specifically help women. Um, And so I just am in great awe of what it is that you're doing and the fact that you chose to help women. And it's heartbreaking um, sort of how you got to this place. Um, I do hope that with everything that you're doing, that this is also part of your healing um, because I can't even begin to imagine what any of this feels like. And I think that's so hard too, right? Like it's like you are trying to process and uh, heal from your own mm-hmm. thing and and then and you're bringing other people in who are trying to heal for from their own thing and it's like you know if it were me <laughs> I would just be re-traumatized and and I'm so empathetic to other people that I <laughs> would be overwhelmed uh, with everybody's stories I just I think it's a beautiful thing because and it's so needed we need it and mm-hmm. I'm so happy that you're doing it thank you I always say someone has to hold space I mean it it is a challenge to build a company focused on trauma while still working through my own trauma. Because yeah. there are days when I want to just cry about my son. I want to cry yeah. about other things that happened prior to my son. Yeah. And I'll say this, little T and, and big T and small T, we don't even look at that at wellness because all trauma is trauma, right? It just, it depends on how deeply it impacts someone. And I'll say before my son passed, it was other things that happened on the journey that were very traumatizing, but his passing was like the tipping. It was, it was just, at that point, it was a compounded level of trauma that I was trying to process and his loss just took it there, but it opened up the door to start working through other things. So simultaneously, I'm building this company to help other women, but I'm also still working on my own healing. And I, I want to make that very transparent that I, I'm still on the healing journey. And so as everyone else is healing, I am healing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's take a moment to say that's really okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, as much as we are th- honored and thrilled and grateful that you're holding the space, we also, I, I think, you know, speak for Adrian, like, want to say how okay it is for you to take some space and time for yourself. Um, and you've created a community. So I think it's reciprocal. You know, I think, you know, you're holding women up and we hold you up and support you for the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. And Beth has also created a space, you know, it's for everybody, right? The WellTech World Summit isn't just women, although if it were up to me, I would say, let's just focus on women. But no, uh, I know that there are incredible men uh, that are also very committed to helping humanity. And and really, that's what we're trying to heal in general, right, is humanity. Unfortunately, some of this trauma is put onto us by others uh, who think that they uh, hold some type of superior or something or other over us or whatever it is. But um, so I think that in general, humanity does need to heal. And I think that that's what the WellTech World Summit is. And uh, sometimes technology, you know, is utilized for maybe just profit or, you know, maybe not great uh, things talking about like maybe Amazon or, (laughs) but. (laughs) I ship all those profits. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But technology is just a tool, right? And so it, it also can be used for, 
for good. And so this marrying together of, you know, wellness and, and the, the healing of humanity along with the enablement that technology provides, I think is just an incredibly brilliant idea and, and concept and movement. So I just admire Beth for having conceptualizing all of this and then taking the time to look around in the world and see who's doing really good work and exposing that to so many people. So I'm honored to partner with her on on this and I would love for more people to get exposure to, you know, well miss and what you're doing, Jakai, and what all of the other speakers uh, at the Well Tech World Summit are also doing. So, Beth, why don't we talk a little bit just about the summit um, and how people can, you know, get their tickets and and all of that good stuff? Sure. So it is two full days, March 20th and 21st. It starts with group yoga and meditation, which I'm really excited about to get us all centered and calm. And then we're going to be doing every covering every aspect at the intersection of wellness and tech, from mental health to menopause to wearables, virtual coaching, all different options for self-care, for supporting a healthy diet. Jakai will be featured on the Healthy Choices, Healthy Lifestyle panel, which is on day two, March 21st at 10.30 a.m. with other experts who will be discussing making healthy lifestyle choices. And we have a lot of interactive panels. We have uh, keynotes from David Meltzer and Brittany Barreto, who are both leaders in their fields. And you can purchase tickets um, by going to welltechworldsummit.com. If you use code SUGARCODED23, that's all lowercase, you can get 50% off general and VIP tickets. Awesome. And then Jakai, uh, for people, you said that there's a beta going on right now, but people can also sign up for your newsletter, correct? Yes, they can sign up for the newsletter, go into our community and see some of our content all for free um, at hellowellness.com. Awesome. And we will include all of this incredible information in the show notes. And I just want to take the time to acknowledge the fact that, you know, I think every single one of us here have has had uh, trauma in, in their lives. Uh, so I think it just goes to show, Jakai, that, you know, here we are, 100% of us have, have had trauma of one kind or another. Um, and I think that we sort of represent as you said, uh, the majority of, of women that are out there. Um, so I just want to thank you again for doing the work that you're doing, especially through your pain, and that you are bringing healing to women. And then women, I truly believe, have the power to heal the world. So you are contributing to that healing, and, and I admire that so much. I just really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us here today on the Sugar Coated Podcast. I can't wait to get into Well Miss and see all the good stuff that's happening there, and, and then just to hear from you even more at the Well Tech World Summit. Yes. Thank you. And thank you, Adrian, for not sugarcoating it. <laughs> thank you for creating this platform to to be able to get information out there that is, is very much is needed, needed in society that can really help to catapult the change that we want to see in the world. So thank you for leaning in and being that change and 
Beth, um, this is amazing. I'm super, super excited for you. I'm looking forward to following your journey and being like, I know yeah. her. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, so just, I love that you kept going too. Like you just kept going. You didn't stop. Keep going. Yeah. Thank you, Jakai. Like some people don't know, like it was going to be in Ireland and then it was going to be in England. It was going to be in person. And now we've just had to for, you know, COVID still lives and economics are really bad overseas and it just made sense to keep, yeah, to keep going because look, look, look at the incredible speakers and, you know, Adrian was with me when I first conceived it and we talked about it. So I'm really thrilled and excited to have her, someone who is a leader as an entrepreneur in New York and does an incredible conference herself. She leads every year and is my friend. And so I'm thrilled to have her on this journey. And, you know, I don't play favorites with my speakers, but I just want to <laughs> shout out. Cause You're it. <laughs> I shout out because I am, I am on the wellness newsletter and um, come to some sessions and it's just, it is a lot of quality. It's quality it's value, it's much needed information. So I encourage all women. And I have to say, you know, with so many issues around pregnancy, maternity, you know, women of color just not being heard, you're doing something so important um, in your community. Um, again, it is your platform is for all women, but particularly to know that Black women have a place to go where mm. they're their peers are there, their peer, you know, the leader is their peer and they're not going to be marginalized or dismissed. Yes. Um, you know, any, any way that the WellTech World Summit can help promote that and get more people to your site where I'm thrilled to be a part of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is so wonderful. And just to reiterate, go out and buy tickets to the WellTech World Summit. They're available online right now. And for anybody that's listening, if you are interested in helping humanity, so I hope that's everybody, please, you know, reach out to two friends, five friends, 10 friends, and tell them about the WellTech World Summit. You'll not only get to hear from Jakai, but you'll also get to hear from so many other people who are are likewise committed to, you know, healing the world. So uh, get your tickets, learn, grow, share, and just thank you all so very much. The She Leads Podcast Network.